0: Welcome to the Socially Unfiltered Podcast, where we'll be taking you along for our deep dives and doom scrolls through social media, entrepreneurship, and pop culture.
1: We're your hosts, Lex and Veronica, and together we're looking at everything through an unfiltered lens on the things that shape our everyday lives and society.
0: So grab a drink and get ready to explore the uncharted territories of online trends, share candid conversations, and uncover the stories behind the headlines.
1: This is the Socially Unfiltered Podcast. hi everyone welcome to socially unfiltered i don't think we've said that in any i know
0: we probably haven't
1: (laughs) we're just like hey y'all jumping right
0: in what happened to hello (laughs) how How are you are
1: you my name is well well, everyone welcome to this episode we're super excited about this one
0: I actually am so excited about this one.
1: I am too, because a lot of the things that you have in our notes, I don't know about. So I'm excited I'm to like hear very... it for the first time.
0: <laughs> Some of them are so funny. So yeah, yeah, what we're talking about are crazy marketing campaigns both good and bad. Some of the ones that we've seen, some more recent ones, ones that play off of pop culture. And I'm very excited to talk about all them. So yeah, we both just kind of came up with a list and we'll go back and forth and see what Mm -hmm. crazy ones we've never heard of before.
1: Yeah, we'll start with, I guess we'll start with the Bad, but there's it's a little bit mixed, like it's a mix. Yeah, of mine aren't really in an order either. So, the first one, this marketing campaign is with Pepsi. So, I feel like a lot of people already saw this one. They use Kendall Jenner in this Pepsi commercial, and I have this article that I pulled up just so I can get everything right so pepsi received backlash after the oh no it's 2017 oh wow i thought it was
0: way sooner than that
1: i thought this was recent okay so it was i stand corrected it's 2017 (laughs) pepsi commercial starring kendall jenner it was called tone deaf shallow and overproduced Set amidst a rather utopian looking protest, apparently inspired by a Black Lives Matter protest. The protesters hail from a variety of ethnic and racial backgrounds, are all attractive and clean cut, and for the most part are all young. The group marches through the streets, smiling, laughing, playing instruments, and dancing as they go, all while holding up relatively vague signs, several of which read Peace. Noticing the protest, others begin to join, one of them being Kendall Jenner. She leaves her nearby photo shoot and dramatically strips off her platinum wig to join the protest. And hands it to a black woman. Jenner then becomes the a <laughs> focus of the protest. The crowd marches happily until they reach a line of police officers. Jenner then grabs a can of Pepsi and hands it to one of the officers while the officer takes a sip of the Pepsi. the crowd cheers and everyone hugs and high-fives each other in this commercial. It just seems like Pepsi was attempting to reach millennials and like that target demographic by mm-hmm. says by riding the wave of political activism during the time, but this mm-hmm. commercial like could not have done the opposite. Oh God, it
0: was so bad. It
1: was I like still remember this to this day. It was so mm-hmm. bad, and I still don't understand why brands are using politics or just like anything of the sort in their mm-hmm. advertising. I think it all calls for a really bad look and to be taken mm-hmm really badly and like they've apologized for this but it's like it was so tone deaf to the point where there really was no coming back from that and to use kendall jenner who's a wealthy white woman that is not even <laughs> at all involved in the black lives matter movement she's probably never said the word
0: black lives matter like she's never. probably never participated in anything like that but like i feel like that's also a prime example of because i also hate when like I've had clients in the past who every little like pop culture event or socioeconomic event or you know they want to post about everything or Mm -hmm. do you remember when there was like a meme going around for a while of Kanye holding like the cardboard sign I think it was and like everybody was photoshopping it to say like something about their brand on it I hate those trends like I hate Mm -hmm. when it takes somebody who is clearly suffering mentally and putting their family through a lot of stress and turning that somehow into a marketing campaign not that I Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to say, I don't think Pepsi was trying to exploit any of this, but it kind of came across that way, so I won't say that they weren't. Yeah. But just like feeling like you have to say something about everything and trying to turn something that should not be turned into a marketing campaign (laughs) into a marketing campaign when prior to that you had no stance on it. Like that's where it's weird Mm -hmm. to me.
1: Exactly. Because not that I don't think
0: businesses should be saying like, black lives matter we agree with this or we don't agree with this like whatever Mm -hmm. it is you have the free will to say that but there's just so many things that people like try to shove into their marketing strategy that it's like they feel like they just have Mm -hmm. to rainbow washing it just stresses me out that's what i feel like with the pepsi thing is just they didn't have to do that pepsi's not going to cure the world problems
1: (laughs) right yeah and that's the thing she just offers him a fucking can of soda and like this scene just makes it seem like oh my god social change is just like as cheap as a can of soda considering how many lives have been taken especially in the black lives matter movement and this was in 2017 mm-hmm. so this was before everything during covid too but right. it's all circles back to it's just like such a bad look diet coke always,
0: <laughs> diet coke always. <laughs> team dc yes. um but that's kind of like The Biore one. Another example of ones that are like just completely fucking tone deaf and should have never been created. So I I honestly, I don't know the exact time. Like, I don't know if this was like brand new, but I saw it a couple weeks ago and at first I thought it was not a joke, but I didn't realize that it was something that Biore had published. So basically a couple weeks ago, Biore puts out this ad and it's this girl doing like a voiceover style video and it shows her like waking up and she's like life has thrown mm-hmm. countless obstacles at me this year from a school shooting to having no idea what life is going to look like after college in support of mental health awareness month i'm partnering with biore skincare to strip away the stigma of anxiety that's what the ad was like it was just in a way connecting this girl who has clearly been through some traumatic event well and that was the other thing too i don't even really know who the influencer or who the person was that made this video i don't know if that was yeah, true or if it was just like for the ad but either way it was just just absolutely fucking absurd for them to compare little Biore nose strips and face masks to mental health in a way like, oh, just relax. Like the whole point of the message, because there was like the end. I don't know if you put that up part on here, but basically at the end, she's just like, you know, you just have to keep going. Everything will get better, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, how do they even see themselves in the conversation about gun violence and about school right. shootings? Like, it's just so fucking absurd they should have never touched that
1: right and even her too is you are making money you have monetized by working with this company off of your other classmates probably that were in that right school shooting with you like you're profiting off of something so terrible and mm-hmm. how how did you just skim by that like it was said so casually and I think it's crazy because we are so desensitized to yeah. the fact that this happens every single day in the u.s it's so casual like they probably didn't even think anything of it because it's just another thing that just happens every mm-hmm. day that's, right
0: like it's become such normal conversation gun violence. yes right I'm like, it's you, become you're such a compare new...
1: your seven dollar strips to gun violence
0: right but like that's how sad it is that it's become such a normal conversation that There were clearly a lot of people that this video had to go through in order to be published and to be approved. And for not a single one of those people to be like, "Mm, maybe this isn't the best light to be painting ourselves in Mm -hmm. is absolutely wild to me. That just nobody thought to. But like, again, the fact that it's just such a desensitized topic that it wasn't weird to anybody to put this into an ad campaign. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just absolutely insane. I can't. I don't know, even know how it got past the drafts, <laughs> and like people. you said, the girl. Yeah, like I just couldn't imagine, because like I said, I didn't really do any research to, to know who that girl was. Was she really in a school shooting, or was it something that she just added into her script? Like I, I don't know. And unfortunately, that's the internet. They can like yeah. kind of just say whatever they want.
1: Seeing that, if I was like mm-hmm. a classmate or anyone, yeah. me seeing that, I'm like, what? That like mm-hmm. that did not just happen happily be said throughout this video to get rid of your anxiety and it's not the first time that biore's had these campaigns i guess they have the hashtag get that shit out campaign and they've been touching on different subjects i looked it up and it's like surviving a car crash or experiencing bullying and it just encourages followers to strip away the stigma challenge like if they have a challenge that's literally strip away the stigma and it touches on all of these Topics. I don't think this is the first time that this has happened and they've gotten this backlash, but clearly they're not new to like, I don't know if that's their their strategy where they're like, let's just use the most controversial and the most sensitive topics. I don't know if that's actually their strategy or why, but they've received like numerous backlash from all these different challenges and campaigns they do.
0: That's crazy. I had never heard about anything from them until... I mean, obviously, I heard of them, but I would never seen, like, any campaigns that they had done like that. Yeah. I just, like, I, I kind of get it, like, self-care to mental health connection. I get it. But can we talk about, like, not that, like, daily common? Yeah. Maybe encourage our people to go to therapy, not, like, exploiting the fact that yeah. some of our users have trauma being in a school shooting and that's not to diminish that girl's story or anything like if that happens you know if she's willing to talk about that i mean it's not like anybody forced her to but it just was not not a great look because it kind of just pointed painted biore in this light of like using this will fix everything when really Mm -hmm. (laughs) who knows what's gonna fix everything
1: everything's gonna be okay is it though right
0: yeah the wording at the end was just so weird like it was so weird
1: insane moving on to a good one ariana from vanderpump rules so i have never watched vanderpump rules and i same full disclaimer around it yes and until recently where there's like this huge cheating scandal between ariana and tom he cheated on her with like one of her best friends after dating for 10 years and it's like a whole thing and it's (laughs) the biggest scandal in history they're saying but the best part that has come from all of this which I mean, I don't know if this is the best part. I just mean, like, it's a great marketing (laughs) campaign that came from this. I like it. (laughs) Yeah, I I enjoy it. But I I didn't dive into all of this until recently. And I saw this new commercial, which I think everyone kind of has seen this new commercial. But I think Mm -hmm. it takes, like, understanding what happened. So Well, it's funny because I saw the commercial and,
0: like, didn't get it. I just was like, oh, she's doing a commercial and then didn't get it until somebody Mm -hmm. else on TikTok stitched it and was like, this is why this is so funny. And I was like, thank you so much because now this is hilarious.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you need like the context. So it was like
0: an inside joke I wasn't getting.
1: Yeah, he was basically at the end of it was like you don't do the little things like batteries are missing in our drawer and just like all this random shit like you don't stock the drawer with batteries and it's just the stupidest thing they were together for 10 years so in this commercial with Duracell batteries which they jumped on that so quickly no
0: that was so good
1: so (laughs) smart of them brands need to be quick because this easily could just blow over next week but Mm -hmm in the commercial she's talking about with the batteries but one thing she says is moving forward I'm looking for something premium something long lasting and Duracell is guaranteed to last 12 years that's much better than 10 and it was just it was so it's so funny it was so funny so good perfect in the moment everything Mm -hmm. is still happening now and they just jumped at the right time and now she has so many other brand deals with
0: right
1: brands that are doing the same thing and thinking quick so that was a really good one on Duracell I know nine
0: to say because literally five minutes ago I said I don't like when brands like feel like they have to jump on like all of these pop culture like trending topics and stuff but I mean more in the way that like with the Kanye one specifically he was like tormenting his family I just don't like when they feel like they need to jump on that or like the Vanderpump thing for example like you and I both know I had a client or have a client who was like obsessed with using it in their strategy she'll never hear this and I would would literally tell her this but like it just wasn't meant to be on their strategy like a meme about Vanderpump but with this the battery thing like it's just the battery thing that makes it so funny like they had that opportunity to jump on it so
1: Mm -hmm. I just didn't
0: want to sound like I was contradicting myself I'm like I don't like when brands do that and then I'm like but this was so funny He's like this was funny
1: yeah as long as it's funny and like yeah like it
0: has to make sense
1: yeah you don't not every single brand could do that with her like it would not make sense but she I saw she did a deal too with like a mattress because she was moving out saying moving out which she didn't, didn't end up moving out But she still did the brand deal as if she was like moving out with this mattress company and these movers. And it was a whole stage thing where people got paparazzi shots of her moving with this moving truck. So it just really has to make sense for your brand if you're going to do that. Like it can't just be like every other trend, you know? Yeah, no, that one was good.
0: Okay, so this one is about Wendy's, a fast food restaurant. So in 2018, the official Wendy's Twitter started what is now known as National Roast Day. It's on May 18th, I think it said. I'll double check that. But basically, in 2018, they tweeted out, we want to roast people. Like, respond to our tweet so we can roast you. (laughs) (laughs) And then this year they kind of well they've been like really leaning into it for the last few years because if you go to the wendy's website like it's literally on their official website wendy's website roast day like they have a whole web page dedicated to this like showcasing their top roasts it started on twitter where they were just telling people like hey tweet at us and we'll you know tweet back at you i have a couple of like the really good ones that i'll read you oh my god
1: i'm excited
0: (laughs) but the cool thing about what they did with it is so this year and this kind of goes into like the ai stuff that we've been talking about Mm -hmm. this year what they did on tiktok was they posted a video and they were like, hey, it's National Roast Day, like comment on this video and we'll video respond to you. And they using AI or like CGI made their little generated logo, like the little Wendy girl with the red pigtails. They brought her to life and it's her talking back to them like they were so good. But the Why TikTok. Why have I not seen this? Oh, my God. It's literally it's on their official TikTok page, like just the Wendy's TikTok. We'll post some of them on the Instagram because it's not even worth me trying to like read. But I'll read you some of the best tweets that they have from like the posted Twitter ones. So this is from 2021. The History Channel tweets at Wendy's and says, the History Channel wants to be roasted. Let's hear it. And Wendy's Twitter responded with, how does it feel knowing that all of your ratings come from nursing homes? (laughs) there's one for (laughs) this one makes me laugh because there's kind of like two jokes in it so gillette venus like the razor company tweeted at wendy's and said We can soothe any burn. Hit us with your best. And Wendy's goes, you're going to love our new pink straw. It's an extra $2.50. And the second joke in that is that like women's razors and self-care products are always priced more than men's for the same thing just because they're like in fun colors and have fun scents. So funny. Love Wendy's (laughs) for that. So Jaegermeister, like the liquor, tweeted and said, take your best shot. And Wendy's goes, sure, I'll have a tequila. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, my God.
0: These are, like, super mild. Okay, this person goes... Like,
1: who is behind this? I I
0: know, know, right? Somebody tweeted a picture of their kid, and I just want to put this out there. I don't think it's funny (laughs) to make fun of kids, but, like, this is fucking funny. They go, I dare you to roast this cutie. And Wendy's responds back, don't worry, he'll grow into that head. Like, saying that his head is really big. (laughs) Like... It is so we're good. I usually like, wild. the I know. entire thread. Yeah, I'll send you this because it's so funny. But their twi- their TikTok ones this year got like way more out of control. Like they these ones were like mild compared to what some of them were. Yeah, like, um,
1: TikTok's just chaos.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they like haven't gotten themselves canceled over anything. So I don't think they've said anything like super, yeah, super controversial. But have you ever worked with a brand who has like a super sassy... Voice that like you can respond kind of wildly because I have and it's a very scary situation to be in
1: no I haven't so I don't even know what I would do wait what was (laughs) that like (laughs) it was really
0: interesting so like their brand was a clothing kind of and like their whole thing was to just be like super sassy and like be yourself and blah 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 and like they would let me respond to people's rude comments and stuff about like oh this shirt's so ugly like I could say literally anything I wanted back and it was so scary sometimes because I was like what if I'm like being too mean like what if this person you know I don't know finds out who I I am yeah like I never said it wasn't like aggressive it wasn't mean but it was just very much like I could respond and be like sorry, we're not for everyone. Or, like, I don't know. I It took yeah. a lot of time to, like, think of what I had to say back because it wasn't as simple as, like, oh, just delete the rude comments. Like, they wanted me yeah. to respond and, like, fuel the fire. I was like, okay. But it was so scary because I was always like, am I crossing the line?
1: You know who we should have put on this list? Is that... What's that company? It's also in Charleston. Oh, is, co-op. Isn't it? Yes. The guy yeah. that posts the most, like, chaotic random shit. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: So there's this place in charleston and there's also one in nashville which i didn't know about until we got there and they're literally the only two in the world so it's not like this huge franchise it was so random and it's called the co-op and if you go to their instagram The guy who runs the account is in Charleston. Like, I know a lot of people who know him. I don't personally know him. But the Instagram handle is, is it co-op uncensored? Now I can't find it. Anyway, well, that actually kind of makes me nervous to get deleted because he's like super out of pocket sometimes. Anyway, Hmm. he posts like the craziest things. I can't even give an example of it. But yes, we should have put that on this list because that was such a good example of that. Yeah, he's like Mm -hmm. sassy AF.
1: I love it. And he's built a whole brand around it. Oh, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. of just being himself just shows you. Yes. Oh, Oatly. I remember you, like, slightly telling me about this. So, Oatly, the oat milk, well,
0: technically, I guess they're called oat drink was what I found out through this whole thing. I'm like, okay, so it's not oat milk, like, I guess oat drink. Anyway, the whole brand itself is kind of known for its crazy marketing campaigns because kind of like we were just talking about, they are very not, like, Uncensored in a bad way, but they just they're kind of known for doing like out of pocket marketing campaigns, and their tone of voice and their brand messaging is very specific. Even like their visuals, it's like cartoony, they just have this very specific look to them. But a couple months ago, there's one that like has it stuck out with me for literally ever. It was the first one that I've had on this list. They started a newsletter like oatly started a newsletter and they bought or like rented i don't really know how it works two billboards in new york city in times square and one of them said what would be weirder than buying a giant billboard to promote a free newsletter about oat milk And then the next billboard like right next to it said buying (laughs) two. Like it's just so funny who does that. But the whole thing that like makes it kind of crazy is they were just promoting their newsletter. Their newsletter is called spam. Like it's just their spam newsletter. I also kind of think about that in the way like don't email platforms pick up that word. Like don't you think it would like get blocked a lot in a lot of people's inboxes? I thought about that. Yeah, that's interesting. I found sign
1: up for it and see where it goes.
0: Well, so I found one of them on Reddit. Like, I'm not signed up for it, but I found a copy of one of the newsletters that they've sent out. Mm And you know how on like email platforms, or really like a lot of different platforms, you can make it so that the person receiving the email, it says their first name. Like when they sign up, they give you your first name. So in the email that they sent out, it literally says, we want to welcome you, first name, last name. Like showing that it's not personalized like that. Their whole concept with this is that it's so weird. It literally says, the top banner says, let's make it personal. And then it says, we want to welcome you, first name, last name. Like, they just don't. (laughs) It's so crazy. And then this whole entire email was showing different pictures of, like, these billboards that they bought for this newsletter, like, marketing campaign. So they had the original two that was, like, what's weirder than getting one, getting two. There's another set that one of them says, are you ready to sign up for a newsletter about oat drinks? And then the one right next to it says, okay, now are you ready? (laughs) Oh, there was one day, an entire tunnel, like in the New York subway, they just plastered with their logo and like promo for this newsletter. Like it was just such a weird campaign about a free newsletter. newsletter. Yeah, it was just so extensive and so much, but that's them. Like they've always done these like crazy weird marketing campaigns. Their entire brand is just a little like out of pocket. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that one's always stuck out to me. Like what's weirder than getting one? getting two <laughs> that's
1: what happens when you have the money to mm-hmm. do that <laughs> to buy literally yeah a that's a joke a
0: that newsletter. costs a lot of money
1: <laughs> uh yeah I mean it probably worked honestly
0: <laughs> well it had to have right
1: I just wonder the data behind <laughs> that like I wonder how many new signups they have but how would you know what's come if it's coming from the billboard they did you know
0: mm-hmm and i mean i just wonder it caused a ripple across the internet like when i first heard about it i was getting tiktoks yeah. for it like all the time so it definitely caused a stir mm-hmm. so i'm like i, I mean, don't like know only, how many
1: but i, I love that they did that
0: i think i've bought it a couple times but i've been making oat milk
1: yeah because who knew I, that it I'm was that easy girl but yeah, yeah. same th- same with almond milk you guys it's so easy to make it make it yourself so there's no gums and yeah
0: it's absolutely like it. it's actually insane how easy it is to make so easy them
1: Maybe we'll do um, an episode on how to make should we do a youtube video about- <laughs> <laughs> we
0: have a I cooking segment yes i've never made let bread. let us know if you want that i well, know tell us in the, the it's reviews a labor if of love of cooking you. yeah i've heard that's why i don't think i could do it what? mostly because like if i'm making bread I want bread like right now I'd rather you should have seen me just
1: inhale some sourdough like ripping it like a savage before
0: this (laughs) I was so sad I went downstairs to get a snack before this and I could have swore I had an English muffin left and I went to go open the bag and there were none in there or I went to go get the bag and it wasn't there yeah I was like all I want is
1: this bread (laughs) (laughs) I saw me when it was like Oh, I sent it to you. Or it was like, oh. I just don't know how to act around Worm <laughs> <laughs> never. Because I really more. don't. No, me either. Oh, my God. Anyway,
0: anyway
1: let's go to your to the next, next one. one.
0: Yeah. Mick Ultra. This was so I, good when you told me about it. I was like, I love this. I love
1: this one. And it wasn't even recent. And it just popped up on, I think I was like randomly on LinkedIn for whatever reason. Like... <laughs> My once every five-month check Yeah, just hanging
0: out on LinkedIn.
1: Yeah, I was just chilling, and I saw somebody post about this. Basically, it was at the PGA Championship, and I'm pretty sure it was 2017. So in like a sea of all these people, and we'll show this on mm-hmm. the Instagram as well. So go to our Instagram to see this, but like in a sea full of people that were gathered like behind Tiger Woods, and it was at the championship, only one person is standing there and actually – watching him like watching tiger woods about to like hit this ball i don't know the correct term that i should be using for that but like <laughs> hitting off. this yeah hitting this ball <laughs> and everyone just has their phones out and looking at their phone or on their phones and this one guy is the only person in this photo standing there with a mick ultra and just watching and enjoying the moment and he became it's so perfect it's so perfect and he became the mick ultra Guy, like, and it was a campaign. Like, literally, a campaign was born from that because the mcultra Ultra logo was perfectly facing the camera. Like, you could just see it. It was almost as if he was just like plopped there. But no, he was just a random guy. And Mick Mc- right. Ultra, this is another example of like brands who jump on something really fast. Is they acted real fast and they turned that picture into an advertisement. And starting on the shot of Tiger. With all of like the people in the cell phones, it reads, some legends play in the moment and some live in it. And the ad closes with, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. I loved that. Like they it's so perfect. I love took that. took a moment and they saw their chance, which is crazy because when I was reading about this, he was wearing so many other brands. I think he was wearing like a Nike shirt and he was wearing a hat. Like there were different mm-hmm. brands that could have done that and reached Hopped out on to this him. first. Exactly. And McUltra was like... Here I come. And that's just a perfect example of you can't have such a schedule, I guess. Right. You have to be willing Take to Take too adapt. long. Yeah. You have to be willing to like mm-hmm. really make it work fast. And they did. And they've been known for that too. So I loved that one. Yeah. I never heard to, like, about that until
0: picture. you to- told me about it the other week. So, okay. So craft mac and cheese. This wasn't like anything super crazy or anything, but apparently... I mean, not apparently, but <laughs> apparently in Canada, it's more popular there to eat your craft mac and cheese with a spoon than it is to use a fork. I'll use either honestly, I've never even thought about it too hard until I like read this. I think I prefer no a fork, yeah, right? Yeah, like no I prefer spooning. a fork, mm-hmm. but I could use a spoon if I had to right, but apparently in Canada, it's way more popular for people to use spoons. So also fun fact, the brand Kraft is called KD in Canada. Like it's just a completely different brand, but it's the same Kraft mac and cheese. So once they like did this user data research poll of their demographic or whatever and found out that most people use spoons they created this whole campaign called we forked up and they (laughs) (laughs) right so in that region in canada they changed all of their ads all of their boxes everything to show Kraft mac and cheese being eaten with a spoon instead of a fork and they saw an increase in sales and like whether that came from people right seeing the box and being like oh it's a spoon now like that's how I eat it but like some people might not have ever noticed that little detail but the way that I started thinking about it was like imagine if you're seeing a commercial for Chinese food and it's like you're seeing a Panda Express or a PF Chang's and they're using a fork Even if that's what you use to eat it, like you would want to see that advertised using chopsticks because that's just the traditional way that you eat that type of food. So like when these people were seeing Kraft mac and cheese on a fork, they weren't even like thinking about it because that's just not how they're used to eating it. But they did see an increase after they changed it in that region for the sale. So who knows if it directly came from them changing the label or if them talking about changing the label really kind of drew the attention. But either way, I thought that was so fun. Like just leaning into who your audience is like you said being willing to kind of change for them or be able to listen to the feedback but I loved that
1: I love that too and, and wait also... what's the thing called the the mix between the fork and the spoon is it a spork
0: yeah right yeah <laughs> I it's a I spork,
1: spork. <laughs> is it
0: <laughs> but even that's like a different utensil I know I don't it think is. I've touched one of them since I was like five <laughs>
1: <laughs> sporking one okay so funny. that was funny it's I not like funny that. my next yeah. one is duolingo and if you don't know about duolingo like oh, you, need, you to, need to like go on the tiktok and binge because i have i've literally kept up with them it's so
0: sad yeah literally since covid it's so sad because not that i think she's not good at doing them anymore they did have to like really tone down what they were doing mm-hmm. like they used to be so out of pocket And, like, just so inappropriate in a good way. But now they're still really funny. But anyway, you can kind of tell that story because...
1: So I have followed their social media manager for a little bit. And when she was first starting, she was working in PR and just... She had no real goal of, like, oh, I want to be a social media manager. Like, it just worked out that way. So so she started, she said, on TikTok... And was just like, did a normal strategy like every other business and made these videos about language and learning and it just failed. And she was like, I had to reevaluate our failed strategy because like it wasn't entertaining. No one was engaging with us. It didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. So she pitched the idea of Duo, which is Duolingo's owl mascot, being a creator himself. And she said at the time it was almost a sense of satire that a big green owl could participate in internet trends and be an influencer, but it worked. And it worked so well, so well. And And, so
0: many people try to copy it and they just can't.
1: Yeah, like all these airlines now are trying to copy it. You know who else is good? Actually, I'll just stir to the side for a little bit. Is Scrub Daddy does the same thing? Oh yeah, Scrub Daddy Daddy is like the character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which they're funny and out of pocket as well. Mm -hmm. But from there she was like we see each piece of content we create as a way to tell like the story in a non-traditional way she's like you get to experience our company culture like Mm -hmm. working with a big green owl in the ways of language and making it interactive she was like everyone in the marketing world knows that we take big swings actual risks and aren't scared to push the envelope and they literally never have been except now like yeah they are toning it down a little bit but some of the content like they even made duo the mascot be in love with Dua Lipa and that's like a whole segment oh in itself. yeah that was a whole thing yeah like flying to New York to yeah like have Dua Lipa marry me and she doesn't and it's it's just so funny and scrub daddy does the same thing now to, mm-hmm. that I like thought about it and they just say the most outrageous things like I don't even know how they're not canceled but the comment replies like same thing very sassy very oh like, yeah
0: they respond to the people that yes, comment a lot too They roast
1: everyone <laughs> they yeah they do not care
0: Yeah, Wendy's is like very similar to them where they're saying like enough to be, you know, noticed and for people to be like, oh my God, should they be saying that? But not enough that Mm -hmm. people are (laughs) boycotting them They found the sweet spot. Wait, so speaking of airlines, I didn't think about this until just now because it's not really like a marketing campaign, but just like a type of TikTok content that they were making. I don't remember what airline it was, but a couple years ago, there was an airline who if a kid left like a stuffed animal or like a teddy bear or something like on a plane or in the airport like any lost they were calling them friends that they found whoever was doing the social media for this airport airline whatever it was would take the stuffed animal that they found and give them like a whole day like they would show him riding up front with the pilot they would show him sitting in first class getting served food they would show him going to bag pickup but because of it they reunited like thousands of lost little stuffed animals to these kids and it was because they were giving like it was so cute wow. like it to was so cute
1: I know right oh my god that's <laughs> so funny it would it be was even funnier so if it was cute. with that tiktok voice the trickster voice oh okay imagine,
0: like? so yes this was so long ago that that like wasn't even yeah. a thought Like if they were doing I wonder if they're still doing it now I don't even know who it was I'd have to do some reddit threading but it's <laughs> not so, so funny. funny i completely forgot about that until you said so the creative. airlines and i was like oh my god yeah because it had to start as an accident like it had to just be like yeah. oh i found this lost animal and tiktok's kind of becoming a thing mm-hmm. i'll just give him a little you know story of the day and like he's sitting and waiting for his plane mm-hmm. and then he's like going to the restaurant in the airport it wasn't <laughs> sad like oh today i walked around the airport looking for my owner It was like, oh, I got to ride with the pilot today. It was so cute. I loved it so much.
1: Storytelling 101. Yeah,
0: for real. It was so good. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I love that. I'll have to do some research on that okay so i have two more but they're both super super quick this next one is two different marketing campaigns that have both ended with potential bomb threats being called in and it's like how many times does something like this have to happen before people are like okay maybe we shouldn't do that anymore (laughs) so the first one is with paramount so paramount like the movie production media company whatever they technically are Mm -hmm. when the new mission impossible movie came out paramount went around la and put little electronic devices inside of 4500 different la times newspaper boxes so like the boxes that people walk up to Open, take a newspaper. Every time somebody walked up these little electronic devices, when it opened, it would start playing the Mission Impossible song. Like it, I can't even sing it but it ended with the santa clarita bomb squad being called in because so many people were seeing like they would open it and it would start playing music and they'd freak out and shut it and then like (sighs) finally somebody opened it and sees this little you know electronic box and everybody's like oh my god they're everywhere what are these are they bombs what's happening but there was a second time that that happened with Cartoon Network so Cartoon Network one time to promote a show I've heard of this but I never watched it it was like just past my time with Cartoon Network but some Aqua Teen Hunger Force it's
1: never past our time baby well I was gonna say
0: like I (laughs) I usually am good at being like oh I know those characters for some from somewhere but like truly I looked up this show I was like I've never seen this before In my life, Cartoon Network also kind of scared me when I was a kid, like some of the shows on there. (laughs) I was a baby. Like Scooby-Doo was like where I had to draw the line. But this actually happened in Boston. For the premiere of this show, or to like promote this show, they went around Boston. Well, technically they did it in 10 different cities, but Boston was where it got called it as a bomb threat. They went around, and I guess in the show, there's some red blinking device that's like used in the show or whatever and in order to promote it they went around and put like little replicas of these little electronic boxes with red blinking lights on them and went and put them like all over these 10 different cities and it ended up being called in as a bomb threat because somebody's like why are there these little electronic things (laughs) just blinking on the street like it's so scary i would do the same thing so we gotta go (laughs) yeah we cannot be here
1: no and jesus
0: I know right the last one that I have is like legitimately not even a marketing campaign it was just funny and I needed to tell you about it because in my research for some of these so in 2005 Snapple got approached about making what would be the world's largest popsicle (laughs) and it was 25 feet tall and when it was frozen with ice like it was frozen it weighed 17.5 tons (laughs) They put it up in the city in, like, the middle of July, like, middle of summer. It's hot AF. And when they put (laughs) it up, it was in, like, the mold or whatever. And because it took them so long to put it up and for them to, like, get the event started, the whole thing melted. So when they opened it, like, it literally flooded the streets of Manhattan with strawberry kiwi snapple. (laughs) Isn't that so funny? Like it was not even a marketing campaign, but I found There's it like no on way. my research. I know it's someone's when...
1: bright fucking idea event. I don't know I event know. planner. <laughs> like who the hell? Like a hey, popsicle. we're gonna need this.
0: Yeah, it,
1: well, the, it the was summer.
0: the world's largest. So it was like this like record that they're setting. Like it's twenty five feet tall, and like I'm five feet tall. Even so, I think about myself like five on top of each other, and I'm like. <sighs> They get the popsicle up there. Like, how do you move that? Oh Isn't that my god, so that is funny? so funny. I know that's so
1: good. I actually just <laughs> thought of something
0: okay While we were talking ready. about
1: movies because this is based on the movie smile did you ever watch that
0: oh yeah are you gonna talk oh, about what they did
1: so creepy yeah what first of all the movie i feel like a lot of people fuck. saw this it was so freaking scary i still have Yeah, i made a about tiktok
0: it. about this forever ago
1: oh my god it was so scary so the movie smile if you don't know it's this movie about people this thing demon i don't know what to call it this like energy Issue. i don't know like yeah possesses somebody and then they like smile wicked creepily and then the next person i forget what has to happen someone has to die in front of someone and then it goes to the next person right is With it something yeah like i think that. so yeah so whatever to promote this movie literally they had these like people just in the background of things like at a Red Sox game they Mm -hmm. had somebody right behind home plate where the camera was just like creepily smiling and then another one was I forget what like news or what channel was but it was like the news or something and there was a window like a glass window Mm -hmm. and someone was smiling behind that and it was just the creepiest thing ever and nobody understood what it was until they realized it was promotion for that movie right so creepy well because it that.
0: kind of like took off i'm trying to remember i was about to pull up the tiktok to see what i said in it but i don't fucking know when that, <laughs> was. that was so long ago <laughs> the whole way that it kind of started getting traction was somebody on twitter was watching a baseball game and mm-hmm. took a video of his screen of this woman just like in the background smiling at the camera and he posted it on twitter and was like you guys like what the fuck like this is so weird like look at this and then after he posted that, people started noticing them like all over, mm-hmm. and it was all just promo for this
1: movie. And I wonder if those people were in on it too—the ones that were making the posts I, about yeah. it to make it. They go had like, to have been. Yeah, make it go out there and be known. Oh, yeah, hold on, there's creepy.
0: one that I'm now thinking of, and I can't ever find it. This is the second time I've tried to look it up because when I posted about that smile campaign. I remember somebody commenting on it, talking about this. There was like a YouTuber. Oh my God, who was it? I don't think it was Mr. Beast. Somebody bought like very specific seats at a game like behind the goalpost or something and the reason that they did it was because they wore like shirts that said something these youtubers like specifically bought these seats so because they knew that they would be seen on tv and it was to spread some message but I don't remember exactly what it was so if anybody listening Mm. to this knows what I'm talking about Mm. please help me because this is now the second time I've tried to pull this up and I can never find it but somebody told me about it and I believe them and I want to
1: read about it (laughs) <laughs> yeah those were our tell marketing campaigns and i guess some of them aren't always campaigns commercials but Just like moments yeah honestly i always think about this like as a social media manager if i'd want to be a social media manager for a really big brand because i feel mm-hmm. like so much of the time they aren't paying attention to like content and what people are doing or trends mm-hmm. or anything so then it's so much harder for them to relate and actually do a trend and then it's over right like the Rockettes, I remember when they were doing the Megan Trainer dance, and it was literally three months later because it had to get approved by right. all these people. And then the trend was it's over. It's just like such a so process. Like, why even post it? The trend mm-hmm. is over. You missed out. Like, yeah, you know. So I always think about that. I don't think I would want to because there's just, there's so, just so many too different many approvals. Yeah. yeah, like the amount of stuff trust that you have
0: to go through. Mm-hmm. That's why, like my literal favorite client is the one who doesn't even ask to see content before it gets posted i'm like Mm -hmm. you are an angel sent to this earth yeah and they're like no you're just like good at making content and I'm like yeah but you don't understand how much (laughs) it saves my mental capacity to not (laughs) need to do an an approval process with you yes i'm glad that we talked about this because kind of like what you have in here but hooks in general people are just always like oh you gotta start with a really strong sentence and you gotta start with this and blah 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 like it is mm-hmm. getting hard to keep somebody's attention or to get attention, especially now, because there's so many people making content compared to a couple years ago. Like, there's just yeah. so much more. I don't even like saying it is there's more competition because I don't think there should really be a competition, but there's just more content being created and there's not more people consuming it. If anything, I think there's less people consuming it. Mm-hmm. So, it's just you've got to be willing to, you know, do some things that make you stand out, like potentially. Starting a bomb threat in Boston, <laughs> like don't
1: be doing that. <laughs> don't be doing that, in my city, please. I know, yeah. yeah don't exactly. do it in Charleston it's either, please. It's literally about mm-hmm. listening and trying to captivate someone's attention throughout the mm-hmm. entire video. It's not just your first three seconds, you know. Right.
0: Which yes, they're very important, but yeah. It's also, like, I use the example of Jenna Marbles all the time. It's, like, I loved Mm -hmm. Jenna Marbles. Like, she was my girl every Wednesday. Yep. Every Wednesday and Friday, I was sitting there watching the new video. Like, with her, I was opening YouTube that day that I knew she posted a new video, and I was searching her name and going to her profile and watching whatever video she posted, whether it was five minutes long or five an hour and a half long like I was there for her I wasn't just relying on YouTube to like push me her videos and that's kind of how you have to look at your you know marketing strategies now like are you connecting with your people in a way that they want to keep up with you whether they have to rely on the algorithm to push you or not and Mm -hmm. doing things like this where you're not only listening to your audience and adapting to and for them but also connecting with them in a way that like when you think of the demographic that goes to a Wendy's restaurant I can't explain this but I imagine people who like to sit around and roast each other so when Wendy's (laughs) comes out with this like roasting campaign it's obviously just gonna draw the attention of people who are into that and I say that too where it's like you should never feel like you can't like say fuck or like drop f-bombs like you can't you know speak the Mm -hmm. way that you want to in your marketing because you'll offend somebody like you're gonna offend the people you're gonna offend i mean obviously to an extent don't like you know say anything and get yourself canceled but (laughs) you have to be willing to just be yourself and you're the right people will find you i mean don't do what bora did and be yourself and try to
1: (laughs) yeah don't support mental health
0: with gun violence yeah don't be pepsi
1: yeah even Bud Light, like I just remembered one that mm-hmm. they did in like 2016 and it was plastered on the beer bottle where it was like, oh my God, what did it say? Every the time perfect I perfect beer it. for removing no from your vocabulary for the night.
0: Oh, I remember that. And I do kind of get so. where they were going with it, but also like don't do that. Like don't like say Like you're promoting
1: that. rape culture pretty much. Yeah, Literally. Yes. Like I yeah, get where so. they're
0: going with it, with like, oh, like you know, be the life of the party, like be the person that doesn't say no to going skydiving in twenty minutes. I get what they're trying to say,
1: but like say that then.
0: But alcohol <laughs> again? Night, how many
1: people? Yes, how many people had, did that have to get approved through? And no one right. thought that was weird. No one thought right. that was like wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, alcohol like it could have been night. about like
0: sp- being spontaneous or like being fun and. Yeah. again like I just I get where they were trying to go with it but they failed hard on that one for sure I forgot about that
1: yeah that was bad just popped up randomly (laughs) No, yeah that's it I swear (laughs)
0: also fun fact this is called guerrilla marketing I don't really know exactly what defines it but it's like anything hold on I'm gonna read you the exact definition of it but there's like a innovative unconventional and low-cost marketing techniques aimed at obtaining maximum exposure for a product so like basically anything like what we just talked about which is in a traditional buy a million dollar billboard and get all of your leads from there or like get Mm -hmm. your name out from there yeah guerrilla marketing oh and there's a picture right here of um a crosswalk that's painted yellow and then it looks like Their fries coming out of a mcdonald's (laughs) fry box it's so interesting i know (laughs) i know i'm surprised i
1: didn't find like a mcdonald's one like there would be like definitely controversial ones that they've done
0: do you know that i just learned this last night because we were watching a video about 20 foods from the 2000s that you might have forgotten about and (laughs) do you know that mcdonald's used to have a pizza called the mcpizza and there's one mcdonald's still in the united states in orlando that still sells the mcpizza Mc- interesting wow. right
1: yeah i would like to try it in different countries same figured, like some of them are so good like luxury
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like some other like gourmet yeah and there's got to be like, like so much
1: they have to do so many different campaigns in so many countries isn't that like mm-hmm. crazy to think about
0: yeah it's absolutely That's- insane
1: that was all the ones we had that was fun
0: I, I know just, I wish we should have done a couple more I didn't realize I that we'd go that quick I thought for sure this would take Sweetie. twice as long as it did so we maybe we'll do a part two or we'll just always keep our eyes peeled for some guerrilla marketing campaigns
1: yeah or let us know your favorite ones or your for best sure favorite ones <laughs> yeah
0: what's so the craziest and if anybody knows what I'm talking about with the youtuber that bought the tickets behind the goalpost mm. please let me know because it bothers me every time I think about it I
1: don't know she's not gonna sleep at night
0: I'm not going to sleep until somebody DMs me. So next episode, we're going to talk a little bit about what it is or do we want to just leave them guessing? Because this will be the first – this episode is the last of our batch that we're putting out on the first day. So the next Mm -hmm. episode will be the first one that people are hearing in live time.
1: Let's just say it. We'll
0: Well give it away. So the next episode that we do, we're going to be recapping slash reacting to – the five new episodes of Black Mirror and the reason I want to make sure we say it is because I don't want if you haven't watched all of the episodes by the time you're listening to this episode you have a week to watch them and to know what's going on while we're talking about them because I say recap but it's not like we're going to be like you know word for words yeah, what happened yeah. and this kind of came about because of the first episode of the new season I was like you need to watch this and we need to talk about it because it's crazy yeah. how much it fits into everything we've been talking about so yeah next episode we'll be recapping or talking about all of those so if you want to watch them it's season six of black mirror there's five episodes and they're super quick to watch through and we can't wait to chat about them with you
1: i cannot wait for this one we've been waiting for how many years for the new black mirror like Four. i've always been obsessed with it but mm-hmm. the longest freaking pause four years baby why did they even pause that
0: long i don't know but that's actually kind of funny like that it fits into the marketing campaigns we've been talking about because when they came back all they did was tweet what did we miss like their twitter account hadn't tweeted for four years and then all of a sudden they just popped up a couple months ago with what did we miss (laughs) like a lot yeah but these we're only two episodes in but they're both they both have been really good come recap them with us but make sure you listen to them and like you don't have to watch them you can still listen to the episode because basically all we're going to be doing is talking about how freakishly realistic some of these are Mm -hmm. so it might even encourage you to want to watch them but that's what we'll be talking about next come hang out with us on instagram yeah moving uh, forward our
1: (laughs) episodes are coming out every monday
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, we should say that. I know this is it's so weird because the next time we (sighs) record will be like in live time. We've been batching Uh these for weeks before you're officially hearing them. So yeah, moving forward, our episodes will come out on Mondays probably super early we'll have them all scheduled out before the weekend's over so that we know they're there for you bright and early monday morning come hang out with us on instagram we'll both be logged into that account so you'll always
1: get an answer from one of us we're so excited and
0: follow us
1: on yeah instagram is socially unfiltered pod and let us know what you want to hear if there's anything you want us to talk about or you need advice on anything as always and please 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 like us like our podcast rate please us like if us. you think we're please like us no i meant like like the podcast i know Cut that part out <laughs> No, please,
0: <laughs> please subscribe Can you please like me <laughs> please like me
1: pick me girl pick me and choose me as your pick podcast me. on monday love me oh my god that's
0: so funny that should have been our tagline our slogan <laughs>
1: rate us on here because it would mean so much to us as a new podcast we can yes get into the ears of more people share this episode because we don't get anything out of this we just want to you know impact more people and help more people and connect so if you can't tell we
0: like to talk so come talk (laughs) to us
1: although we may not answer for a little bit <laughs>
0: okay. i know full full disclaimer i need like two to three business days before i respond to anything <laughs> just because that's how my brain works so if you don't get a response yeah. from us right away we're not ignoring you we're just you know protecting you our mental health
1: yeah <laughs> just another account to add on the rasta baby Added on to the roster.
0: We'll see you in the next episode for some Black Mirror.
1: See you in the Black Mirror episode. See ya, ben Benny. Bye. bye, Benny. <laughs>